Ah, Grand Moth Tarkin, I am honored by your visit. Hello, and welcome to Minilorians? Miniature <laughs> discussion of the international of the Star Wars saga, specifically the part of the saga that is the television show The Mandalorian, tailored to the modern fanatic, brought to you lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your hosts, Riley. Hello, I am here. And Jake, I am also here, and, uh... Boy, are we missing anyone? Is there somebody that's not here? Uh, let me think. Okay, so there's me. Uh, there's, there's you. you. Oh, there's me. Yeah. My cat's sitting next to me. Okay, well, that's it, right? That's the three of that us. That should be everyone. Oh, wait a minute. Remember how uh, Jasmine is on the show, too? Oh, that's right. Jasmine. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of forgot what she even you know, sounds like. She didn't respond to the text thread at all that is true she did not well anyway she might be on later in the show but it's she's possible. not on this part i might try to get her later but jake has very important business tonight oh that's right you know what my important business is please being a, tell me being a good husband lame treating my wife to a dinner what's this lame you should give up being a good husband oh. like me oh <laughs> cool Hey, Riley, how are things going at home, by the way? <laughs> Great. Thanks for yeah. asking. You said you didn't have any plans and you could record at any time and it's <laughs> Wednesday at like 3 o'clock? Yeah. I, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're here, we're here to talk about things that aren't sad, which is The Mandalorian. Uh, that's actually not even true because this episode uh, was a little emotional for me yeah. at times. And it, it very intentionally makes you sad. It seems like it's going to be very sad. Yeah. Oh, wait. Let me finish. Episode three, The Sin. To be fair, we are going to talk about spoilers in all these Minilorian episodes, so just know that right off the bat. That's right. If you're new to Minilorians, then uh, then that's a name that we thought a lot about. Uh, Yeah. It's hard to talk about this show in any kind of general sense. Yeah. So we're just going to spoil it. So if you don't, if you haven't watched it yet, get out of here. Get out of here. I got good news for you. The episodes are short. It won't take you very long to watch it. (laughs) Yes. Um, I'm starting to think that I would like more of the episode. I would like it to be longer. It wouldn't hurt if it was a little bit longer. I mean, I guess the thing with it is, like, it is always really well paced and it always leaves you wanting more. So I guess that's kind of perfect for a TV show, but just instinctually... I'm used to shows that are live-action dramas being, like, 42 minutes, so... Yeah, or sometimes an hour. <laughs> or an hour. Or, like, you know, some shows now are, like, even o- like over an hour. Like that some Watchmen shows, show. Some shows are, like, two hours long, and they release them in theaters. And so I've seen this one show that was three hours long. Mm-hmm. It was in a theater. Yeah. And this big monkey, and he was running around downtown new york are you referencing king kong <laughs> yeah that's weird i know i was trying to think of three hour <laughs> movies that i've seen and i guess i could have said Endgame because that just well, came out i guess you could have said lord of the rings the oh, movie yeah. more famous by the same director <laughs> i don't know why that 
was my first thought. I haven't seen that movie in such a long time. You picked a movie that definitely shouldn't have been three hours, though. <laughs> Famously, people were like, wait, why is it three hours? But I loved it. Okay. Well, and anyway. That's what we're here to talk about. That's what we're here to talk about. King Kong. King Kong. Eight King Kong. It probably wasn't 2008. When was it? I think you nailed it. I think it was 2008. There you go. Yeah. It, now it can't be. It can't have been the same year as Iron Man. That seems insane. You're right. That seems wrong. I think it was probably more like 2006. Probably something because it like was that. a couple years after Return of the King. This isn't yeah. so important, but no. Let's Remember drill in on it for said a said we're going to keep these short. <laughs> It's be short. I think we've been yeah. recording for about six minutes, and yep. we have not talked about the show. Here's one thing I want to talk about this show. I want to start us off on the right foot. Yeah. I loved the first two episodes of this show, but I, I was a little bit worried that it was all flash and no substance um, because, you know, the, those first two episodes were just trying to get – a general idea of what the Mandalorian is like, the person. And he's kind of doing like an RPG thing where he's going on different quests. He's going on these different, you know, doing these different things to um, complete the objective, to get the thing that he needs to go to the next spot. Totally. And it was all done in a super awesome way, and it was fun to watch. And there were lots of callbacks I loved, so I was like totally on board. But in the back of my head I was like is there ever going to be any like character development is there ever going to be any story and apparently I just needed to wait for episode three (laughs) where (laughs) I like felt like this was the perfect episode of this show and it did everything right and now I'm like fully hooked and excited for where it's going yeah I really enjoyed the first two episodes, the second one in particular, I just thought was fantastic. And I liked it because of the kind of like RPG nature of it, which is like, uh Oh, you thought you were going to get to your ship, but it's destroyed. And now you have to go bargain for the part. You have to find to an do egg. That, you have to do yeah. a mission and get an egg. And then you have to fight a boss and yeah. you got to backtrack to the place. And, you know, like, so I kind of liked it because it was very well done, but I agree. This just felt like a really compelling uh, episode of television. It was, I think, the most emotional of all of them. Like, you didn't realize what a connection you had. So, I think everyone loves Baby Yoda, obviously, because he's yeah. like the cutest thing. The new exist. Kim Kardashian's butt. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he that's what he's like. <laughs> and that's what I've been trying to say. I was yep. going to say earlier that I think Baby Yoda might be the opposite of King Kong. He's very small. He's and very small. He hasn't destroyed any cities that I know he's, of. And he's very nice and everybody likes him. <laughs> um, so, but yes, this episode was just like, it, it was a fast paced thrill ride. And between, so like now we basically have a full length Star Wars movie uh, with these three episodes. Yeah. And I think the story that it has told is really fantastic. And I, I've mm-hmm. just been really surprised how much heart is in this show because that was the one thing that I kind of thought would be lacking. I just assumed that it would be more of a uh, we're just going to try to be cool and do cool stuff and make him look really cool. And there's a lot of that, but the like the heart of the whole thing is like the biggest of anything we've gotten recently. Yeah. And what? Yeah. Well, it, it was just 
what I loved so much about this episode is that it did introduce that element of heart and um, direction, like in terms of where the show is going. Like you can see the direction it's going in now. And on top of that, it still had all of the amazing moments and cool visuals and just like, you know, shake your fist in the air moments of the first two episodes. So it's like it can really balance those two things well, I think. Yeah, I totally agree. And I'm, I'm still pretty in awe of like how much spectacle they're willing to get in each episode of this show. Like, right. I think weren't they like $10 million an episode or something like something ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but really, like each one of them has had a crazy set piece that looks like it's from a movie. And obviously yeah. in this one is that Old West shootout at the end where he oh, basically does the equivalent of jumping on the back of a buggy and telling the <laughs> like carriage driver to, to go uh, but with a droid which was great uh yep. but like and i thought oh, this is kind of a smart way to do like a low budget shootout and then 19 mandalorians and jetpacks came out and yeah. it just turned into like a full-blown star wars movie uh see and this is why i i tend when i'm watching something i tend to turn my brain off and i'm just yeah. like watching at least, like, the, the part of my b- brain that's like, oh, this is going to happen next. Espe- like, I guess that's not true. I don't do that for everything. But if it's a really good, engaging show, that's what happens. And that same, totally happened same. for me. Um, Chelsea was, like, she's, like, thinking, she's like, oh, I bet the Mandalorians are going to come in. And I just hadn't thought of that at all. And so then when it happened, it, like, kind of took me by surprise. And I'm like, oh, Oh, we're doing that, especially because they they try and fake you out earlier with the like the little bit of a skirmish between him and yes. John Favreau Mandalorian. And, and John Favreau. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, you know, uh, maybe he doesn't have a great relationship. They're gonna be angry at him, but no, they got his back. They're just like, yeah, we're here. We're gonna help. We got to move the clan. Who cares? This is what we do. We're Mandalorians. Yes, that was so cool. By the way, did that remind you of Red Dead Two? How it's like. Hey, one of our guys is in a scrap, and we're gonna have to move the clan. But that's cool because we gotta we're go all get together. We gotta go get John Marston. He's about to be hung. <laughs> that's right. Yep, <laughs> that, yeah. it totally reminded me of that. Um, oh, definitely. Uh, so this, I'm trying to think of a nice way to say this, but I think <laughs> that Carl Weathers is a bad actor. <laughs> oh, really? I see. I loved him in this episode. No, I, I think he's to i mean he he does fit right in in star wars yeah because it's full of these kinds of performances but it like it just is carl weathers in real life like mando (laughs) i love that scene i don't know he's real (laughs) stiff and weird oh i think he's just i think he fits super well like you said within the whole star wars thing like he he's he fits in Star Wars as much as like Dexter Jetster fits in Star Wars, in my opinion. <laughs> no, like, that that guy was was born and raised in Star Wars, <laughs> and that I mean, it's just I love his the boisterousness. I love how I, I love the little nod to like. I just love the explanation of how he's not dead and how he's gonna show up again. I gotta say, that's like a thing that's in every movie, but I still did not see that coming. I didn't either. I, I was did like, not. Ah, they got me with like the most cliche thing of you established yep. the thing in the guy's chest pocket. Yep. <laughs> but it totally got me. 
Um, Ugh, what a good episode. But yes, Carl Weathers, it's so funny because I thought Werner Herzog would be really distracting for me. Yeah. I actually really like him, and then Carl Weathers... He's like, taking oh you out of it, huh? He's a little distracting, but he's also not in it all that much. No, he's um, not. And I imagine he's not going to show up too much more. Like, obviously, he's gonna, he's going to play a part, but... I also thought the guy that played the doctor was kind of a goober, but I... Eh, yeah. I also kind of suspect we're not going to see that guy ever again, so... Yeah, I mean, he's definitely... He doesn't seem to be the mastermind behind anything. Uh, I do yeah. like that that the Mandalorian left him alive though. Like he's not just Agreed. this heartless killer. He's just like, I'm unless it's a Jawa. I'm... Right. <laughs> unless it's a Jawa, then he'll kill it. But no, I mean, if you like wrong him or something, then yeah, he's going to deal with you, but he's not needlessly cruel yeah. or murderous, which I like. Let, do you want to get into a little bit of theorizing? Yeah. Let's get into a little theorizing. And I actually don't have any theories, but I just, I want to see if you have any, because this whole thing is so crazy with trying to figure out why they want Baby Yoda. And when Mando goes back and he's kind of spying on them with his little monoculars, what do you call them in Star Wars? Uh, um, yeah, macro binoculars. That's right. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, he's looking at macro. The, when Mando's got see. the macro, he uh, you hear like a snippet of uh, Werner Herzog and the Goober Doctor talking. Yeah. And Werner Herzog says, extract the necessary material and then, you know, dispose of it. I mean, they're talking, like, about, they're talking about midi-chlorians, that, right? Right, they have to be. They have to be. I don't what know what else this? you would extract from Baby Yoda. Do you remember that, uh, what is it? The Young Jedi, not Young Jedi Knights. What's the series with Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon? Oh, the Jedi Apprentice. The series. Jedi Apprentice series. Yeah. And Isaac yeah. read a book that had like an evil doctor yeah, who doing kidnapped that. force users to get the midichlorians. Yeah. I mean, this this series is definitely playing on prequel stuff way more than I thought Yeah, it was going to. Uh, I mean, obviously, you got the whole flashback sequence during the Clone Wars that we see, we've seen a couple times now. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, bringing midi-chlorians into it. I mean, I guess it, it could be something else, but I guess my whole thought was that they're probably trying to... I thought they were going to try and grow the baby into a new emperor, but maybe they're just yeah, skipping the I baby thought. and they're just going to take the blood and put it in someone else and try and make them the emperor. I don't know. I definitely think that they're going to try to clone it in some sense. Like, yeah. Uh, my, my thought is thinking back to uh jedi outcast the notion of like imbuing stormtroopers with the force right the reborn. and so because the goober doctor just had uh he has like a camino symbol on him maybe they're trying to be like hey we barely have any imperials left we gotta make some clones again and we let's make yeah. them force users so we can really come back at them what if kyle katarn shows up I think he's. I think he's gonna. This I, would be the show to do it. This would be the show to do it. I think Dash Rendar. Why not? <laughs> why not? Why not bring back a Dash a Dash? Um, I have another theory that I just thought of like ten minutes ago before we started recording. Oh yes, this is good. So my guess is because in the flashback this week we see 
his parents, put him in the little room, shut the doors, then they get blown up, and then a, a big B-2 battle droid opens the door, is about to shoot young the young Mandalorian, and obviously he's going to get saved somewhere, somehow. You said people have been theorizing that Obi-Wan is going to be the one to save yeah. him. I'm thinking it might be Yoda. What if Yoda shows up? I think that's a great idea. And then that's why he has a little affinity to this little baby Yoda. Yeah. Because it's someone who has saved him in the past. Someone who could use the Force and save him. I love it. I mean, I guess my thought was... My my initial thought was, oh, I'll bet it's a Mandalorian. And then he's kind of... That could be, too. ...ushered into the, the clan, but... That would be the more traditional like, thing, yeah. Hey, man, you know, we got this Obi-Wan show coming up, and all the same, like, directors are involved. What, you know, what this, a nice yeah, opportunity yeah. to have a cameo. thought that does make a lot of sense, but Yoda makes even more sense. The only thing that would prevent it, it seems like... Well, no, not even that. I was going to say, because if it's going to, like, be cutting down B2 battle droids... You'd kind of have to do the CGI Yoda, but I think they really figured out the right mix with Baby Yoda with, like, adding on yeah. maybe a little bit of CGI enhancement with a puppet. Or you could do a little visual symmetry and have Obi-Wan use the Force on the droid, and just, or not Obi-Wan, but Yoda use the Force on the droid and lift it up like he lift, like the young one lifted up the, the oh, mud yeah. thing, totally. mud horn. So, or you like know, you could do like a little crushed thing like, like a can. Yeah, something like that. Good point. It doesn't have to be frog hopping around, I guess. No, it doesn't have to be. But I that's just a theory. A Mandalorian theory. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I also loved getting to see the like camaraderie of the Mandalorians. I'm yes. just into this whole culture now. I really had zero feelings on Mandalorians coming into well, this. And, and I as as someone who has primarily watched movies and a little bit of clone wars yeah you've got like zero mandalorian exposure pretty much yeah and i always just thought like what is there really beyond the cool armor and you know what the answer is not a lot but who not cares? a lot in because the movies the armor is really cool yeah and, no but, but there is a lot more there yeah there is and we're officially going to at some point do an episode on mandalorians maybe after the show is over that's a good idea um and yeah, where we can go through their history and where they've appeared and different projects and whatever. And it's a very interesting culture. They, as a culture, they've gotten explored more than just about any other in um, other material. For some reason, people have really grown attached to Mandalorians. So there's a lot to yeah. talk about there. What do you think of the chances of like an, any acknowledgement of Boba Fett? Um. I don't know. I guess it just depends on if he's, you know, is he considered a, a Mandalorian by the other ones, you know? Yeah. They made such a big deal out of not taking your helmet off. Right. And ha not even having it taking, not even like anybody else taking it off. And I just watched like Attack of the Clones yesterday <laughs> and I forgot that like Django has his helmet off all the time. Yeah. So that's that's more evidence to Django maybe not being the best Mandalorian. If he um, even was one, right? If he or even was know? one. We don't know. It's His whole backstory is a little ambiguous in regards to that. He definitely has the armor, but aside yeah. from that, we don't really know. And then Boba is not even his own person. He's just a clone of Django. He's just a clone. You know? That's and right. That's, and uh, 
people probably don't have a great opinion of clones the same way they don't have a great opinion of droids. So who knows? Oh, that's true. Boy, oh boy. Especially if you're looking, I mean, (laughs) with clones at this point in time, they're either synonymous with stormtroopers or the people who killed the Jedi. Like, no matter, like, if you're someone who kind of sides with the rebellion, you probably don't love clones like they did in Rebels. Yeah, I was about to say, I when me and Christina were watching through Rebels, I forgot, like, the episode where they run into the old clones on, like, their fishing barge. Yeah. Kanan is, like... He's ready to kill him. Trust, he's ready to kill him. He doesn't want to trust these guys. And it, um, it, I thought that was really powerful because... Like in in Mad Men, there's a similar scene where like one of their clients is going to be um, like a Vietnamese person, uh-huh. and uh, Roger just freaks out. And is like, no, we're not doing business with them, right? Because he's yeah. racist because he was in the war. Yeah, and I just thought that was a really smart, clever thing to add. And we have a little bit of that in the Mandalorian with him, like taking a crappier vehicle because he didn't want the one with the droid in it. Yeah. And I also like that in this episode where he got he got desperate enough where he's like, I'm getting on the thing with the droid. <laughs> yeah, uh, that part was really funny because the droid yeah. gives like a uh-uh and then <laughs> like an okay yes. thing when he puts the gun up to it. And turns out the droid was right because it did get killed. <laughs> yeah, it did. It was not great for the droid. <laughs> what um, a good show. Good show. Just I want to give a quick shout out to like the the stealth sequence of the show where he's going in oh. when he goes into the Imperial base. Cause that was just one great moment after another. That was just fabulous. Yeah. It was so good. And I felt like you saw, uh, Iron Man influences coming in a lot in this episode because that scene where Mando has to set the baby down and he has all those little missiles that like individually target everybody. Yeah. What do they call them? The uh, whistling, whistling, whistling birds or something like birds. that. Um, that like exact thing happens in Iron Man one. <laughs> yes, when he yeah. is like surrounded by terrorists and he just like hits one button and they all get hit simultaneously. Yeah. And then the very end with the one Mandalorian coming up and like flying next to him and saluting him, like <laughs> oh, the yeah. way he flew. Oh, he is flew exactly just like Iron the Man. Same way yeah. Iron Man flies. Yeah. Yep. But hey, why uh, not? Very cool. The the best moment of the whole episode for me was when he turns the throttle down on the ship because like I knew he was gonna go back for the baby. Yeah. But just that for that moment to happen and the music kind of swells a little bit and he gets up and he storms out. It's just like okay, now I really like this guy. Yeah. It, like in the, it really is impressive. I, I think like when you step back and you realize that the leads of this show like where the heart and emotional core is is a person with a mask that has zero expression to it and a puppet yeah of like a frog baby and yet like you you can like sense the determination and like anger when he goes back to that little hideout and he's sneaking mm-hmm. through and, and he sees the little bassinet and yeah even angrier you can just and tell the, oh that scene is incredible and like when the imperials are wheeling away baby yoda and like the baby looks back and has this like look of like terror on its face 
It's really good puppeteering. It is, yeah. Your, your heart just breaks. Mm-hmm. Man, good show. Delorean. Yeah. As the English say, good show. Good show. Thank you. It really uh, is a good show, and I just, every week, it's a, it's a delight. Yep. And, and we still haven't seen Gina Carana. I know. I That's got to happen, like, next episode. I don't know where he is. he going to Tatooine next? Because they keep talking. They were talking about Tatooine so much in the build-up to this show, and we just haven't seen it. So you think that's where he's going? I am now really confused about whether or not we've seen Tatooine. Because you're telling me that the planet with all the Jawas is not Tatooine. Yes, that is confirmed that it is not Tatooine. Well, then what's the planet where, like, the Mandalorians were at and, like, the little Imperial I don't know, but it's, like, it's more, like, gray and rocky and not tatooine Like, that place is definitely not Tatooine. Right. But I, boy, oh, boy. So I'm guessing You know, I'm it would take one he's... Google search to find this out, but my phone's <laughs> we, way over there. That's not our show. That's um, not our show. No, my guess is that we're, he he's going to try and find somewhere remote – and it's going to be Tatooine, and maybe this is where Boba Fett comes in, because it's possible Boba Fett is on Tatooine still. Who knows if he'd survived the Sarlacc, you know, yeah. like he did in the old Legends. Uh, and, and I'm going to hang on to my theory that Gina's character is one of the, like, frozen and carbonite uh, yeah, it could people be. he had in his space basement. Yep, spacement. <laughs> his spacement. Uh, yeah, my guess is they're going to Tatooine. She's going to be there. Your theory could totally be right, where they have a little anger at each other at first, but then they team up to save Baby Yoda from yeah, like from Gus. What, like, what is his goal going to be? Like, what is I don't his know what his plan? endgame is. Yeah, protect the baby, hide. I don't know. Raise yeah. it. I don't know. This is make it. I a mean, it's a good show. Every. Week it ends and you're like, oh, what's gonna happen next? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't say that I felt that way about Rebels most of the time, or the Clone Wars, where right, you know, when they did arcs, it would be like that. But generally, it was more episodic. Yeah, and things would reset to the status quo next week, and this is like, nope, all the Mandalorians are relocating. We no longer have like all the bounty hunters in the world are after this guy. Ooh, my favorite scene. Is as soon as uh, is it when he comes back, or is it when they get word that he's broken into the Imperial complex? They cut back to that bar, and oh, you and slowly see yeah. every person's little like yeah, notification. That's, that's go after off. he breaks the baby out, and then you just see it immediately. All they all get texts. All these old yeah red lights going off. Oh, it's so good. And a shout out, he was in like a bunch of this scene that scene the fight scene we see our first on-screen zabrak since darth maul yeah it's very I, cool to see he I'm was in a bunch of shots up. until he died I meant, to, I meant to bring it up he did die he did die but he wow, was in you're it. right that's the first on-screen zab we didn't see one in solo in any of the no they've, they've never shown his abrak again since how since crazy maul. is that this is the first one without the tattoos and everything i know it is crazy they're cool they are very cool, and it's possible that one, the armor smith Mandalorian, she might be a Zabrak. She's got the horns, but right, yeah, we does she might get the we boy. Might, we might never. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> we might not ever see her face. So who knows? God, that's what I wonder about this. 
Yeah. Will we see Pedro Pascal's face? I think we will see his face, and I think it will be in the season finale. And yeah. Maybe yeah. that'll be his struggle in season two. Is he still a Mandalorian if he's shown his face? You know, who knows? Yeah. Is he going to be, like, excommunicated if, right. if they find out that he's had this strip? Because they definitely set that up as a very important thing. Right. Yeah. Whew. Well, our 15-minute episode has turned into half an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good <laughs> and, King Kong talk. Yeah, great. I'm glad we included that King Kong talk. <laughs> I'm going to guess Hopefully 2005. You can tweet at us. You're right. Two, it is 2005. 2005 is my final guess. You're right. Your final guess is right. That just rang true <laughs> in my brain. <laughs> okay. Well, Saw it like three times in the theaters. It's possible this isn't the end of the episode, and there will be a brief uh, interlude with me and Jasmine. Oh yeah, and it's true. possible she might not ever text us back, and it, this will be it. So have we checked Discord while we've been? Yeah, I'm I'm looking at Discord right now. She's oh, not yeah. there. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. I'm seeing all the insults that you sent to me. <laughs> they were good <laughs> insults, though. Really good. <laughs> um, well, guys, Riley's mean, but yeah. uh, if this yeah, is the end true. of the show, goodbye. <laughs> and if not, then keep on listening and don't touch that dial. You'll know whether or not the music is coming in right now. Say the outro anyway. This has been delicately curated short form discussion of the Star Wars franchise. If mm. that particular part of Star Wars is the Mandalorian, because this has been the Mandalorian. Yeah. And there's something else about modern fanatics and the people that are doing the show is me, Jake Riley. Yeah, that's me. And, and you know, we just don't know about Jasmine. We don't know. Or you, you do because you heard her. Yeah. Uh, by the way, you need to transcribe that so we say that exact thing at the end of every mini Lorian. Deal. Okay. Deal. I'll read it next time. Okay. Bye. Record. Bye. <laughs> Good stuff. I it was, I was just surprised. Like I kept looking at the time. Like, wait, how have we been talking for this long? It doesn't feel. I, like it. it doesn't feel like it. But we've almost talked longer than an episode of The Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, we really have. Uh, you know, when you think about it, it's really not hard to fill that half hour. And maybe it's really not. Maybe they're just laying back a little bit, not trying so hard. That's what it seems like. Oh, you know what? I didn't talk about it. Deborah Chow, really good. I'm excited for Obi Wan. <laughs> Dang it, put we this, didn't put, put this in the that. bloopers. Bloopers, Deborah Chow, yes. I didn't know that she was doing Obi-Wan, but this has been the best episode. Yeah. And the first live-action anything Star Wars directed by a woman. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. <laughs> I will say, in addition to that, sucking that that is a true fact, you know, people like The Mandalorian so much, it might pave way for, like, I can never pronounce his last name. Is it Rick Fumaiwa? He directed the second episode, uh, and he is a person of color, and then we have a woman. It might uh, pave the way for these folks to direct a movie. Hey, that'd be great. I thought you were going to make a joke about <laughs> maybe now we'll see the woman Delorean. <laughs> well, yeah, I would have made that joke. <laughs> I really thought I that's where you were going. Part of the fandom menace. <laughs>
Jeez. Oh boy. Anyway, I am. I was obviously very excited for Obi Wan, and we still know zero about it, other than that it's happening and Ewan McGregor's in it, and she's directing. So yeah, now we I'm know more it's going to be very well directed. Yeah. Uh, there we go. That's the end now. Okay. Real end. Bye. <laughs> Real end. Bye. <laughs> Y'all are done. Bye. <laughs>